0: There is a popular movement exploding across the world today called the Law of Attraction, a teaching that claims our thoughts can control the outcome of our lives. The practices behind this movement position themselves as virtuous, stepping stones towards positive thinking and lifelong success. But as we learned last week, these practices are linked to dark Luciferian philosophies that merely masquerade as beneficial contemporary psychology. Our guest today refers to the law of attraction as a gateway drug that leads to an invisible but highly destructive spiritual heroin that has devastating effects upon its users. Find out why right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Skywatch TV. I'm Joe Artis Horn. Today, we continue with week number two on a book that is bound to blow your minds, I promise. But before we get into today's discussion, let me introduce who's in studio. He's an entrepreneur, an author, and longtime philanthropist whose passion to expose the deceptive practices of false teachers and gurus is at the forefront of his vastly growing online ministry. Please welcome John Clash. For those of you that missed last week, go back to the archives. We jumped into the deep end of the pool on the entirety of this discussion surrounding what is known as the law of attraction. And for those unfamiliar, in just a moment, our guest will give a brief recap of what that is. It's generally this idea, and churches are quickly adapting a lot of this fallacy into what they're teaching from the pulpit. You have spiritual leaders and gurus online that are growing like weeds that are selling this idea that you can manifest your own reality. You can will blessings, financial gains, that house you've always wanted, the perfect girlfriend. Basically, whatever your wildest dreams are, you can make this manifest through the power of positive thinking, utterances. There's all these formulas for reciting words over and over. Visualization, right, John? Yep. But I think people would be amazed to learn at how giant this industry is and how far-reaching it is into the church, right? Yep. It's humongous.
1: If you're online for any extended amount of time, especially with youth, right, you cannot look left or right till you bump into somebody teaching you how to manifest something, right? And that's just another word for the law of attraction, teaching you that your words have power. And they do in a sense, because we can build someone up or we can cut someone down with it. but. They literally mean that when you say something, your words go out into the universe and then attract whatever it is you're saying because it's on the same frequency of whatever it is you're saying, right? Right. So it goes with your thoughts as well. Thinking positively attracts positive things into your life. Thinking negatively attracts negative things into your life. The difficulty becomes when you fully subscribe to this, that means that everything in your life that is negative is your fault. So if your family member gets in a car accident, that's your fault. If a family member or friend dies, that's your fault because you have attracted to it because there is no, yeah, maybe I didn't attract that. Maybe it's everything in your life is being attracted to you by your thoughts. So your financial situation is because of your thoughts. Your spouse leaves you. That's because of your thoughts. All of these bad things that just happen to, to regular everyday people yeah. that we deal with in different ways. When you fully subscribe to this law of attraction nonsense, you are You are now putting the blame and the burden of everything bad that happens to you. It's your fault. What happened to them is my fault because I thought about it happening to them.
0: You can see this playing out in the church as well, right, Donna? Where you think, how many times have you seen somebody going through um, something malevolent with their health, and they are basically taught that by their faith, their belief in God, that there's this guaranteed outcome here in this life. And then when it doesn't happen, the family members are now being told, "Well, it must have been a question of faith. Mm-hmm. Right. We we can't know. We can't know what might have been or going on. A secret sin, secret <laughs> sin, maybe yeah. the... Right, Donna?
2: Yeah, and here's the, here's the thing. You know, John is sitting over here talking about. We, we keep hearing the word manifest, manifest, manifest. You can't go ten minutes online without hearing some, especially the younger generation, talking about being manifest. The Bible is very clear that Satan can manifest as an angel of light. So here's the funny thing. Can you, with this law of attraction type stuff, manifest this or that? Well, sure, but that doesn't mean that it's good. It could very, very quickly become something that is malevolent. So just because something manifests doesn't mean that it is right. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, though, and here's the balance Meanwhile, the Bible is very clear that we should be thinking good thoughts, that we should balance our life with what is what whatsoever is good, pure, holy, these kinds of things. So what I would love to bring to the table right now is how do you parse the difference between positive thinking and toxic positivity? And what's the relationship there?
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting you brought that up because that's one of the go-to uh, verses that I bring to people that, that says there is a biblical precedent for, I believe it's Philippians 4.8, right? Where, you know, we are told to focus on, on good things. It, Paul says, yeah. also, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. Now, New Agers take that and twist it into, you know, be transformed so you can attract things from the universe, right? right? right. But there's, there's also just practically speaking, thinking positively is a good thing Mm -hmm. now where it goes into toxic positivity is where you don't allow critical thinking to enter because critical thinking is now viewed as negative thinking because it's doubt right and when you doubt now you're ruining the frequencies or whatever they say there'll be a different reason for it uh, depending on which guru you ask of what happens when you when you're thinking doubtful thoughts right so practically speaking if if you're just an average human being that is going through the trials of life, thinking positively in difficult situations is obviously going to yield better results than just drowning in misery, right? Right. Where you cross the line from practicality to sorcery is when you start Mm -hmm. believing that the universe is bending to your will because of your thoughts, right? Right. And sorcery is condemned over and over and over. In Galatians, Paul calls it a work of the flesh, right? So when you cross that line, I'm all for positive thinking. I I've, I've always tell people, hey, man, I know you're in a tough situation. Think, think positively. Get in prayer. You know? yeah. Ask God to help you through this. And those are all forms of positive thinking. But to think that because you are thinking positive is somehow manipulating the universe to give you what it is that you're thinking about. You are now a sorcerer, whether you know it or not. You are participating in sorcery. So I say there's just a line that that you now step over. Also, if you are thinking positive thoughts, believing if you're a Christian, that if you think positive thoughts and if you say positive things that God is going to just bless you because you're activating some sort of faith force, you know, I would say that, that you are now crossing the line over from practical Good thinking to now trying to manipulate God. Well, and you're wow. putting
3: yourself as God mm-hmm. when you do
1: that. You don't need God because you have your
3: positive thoughts, your positive vibes. And now you don't need a God to control the world for you because you can do it on your own. Mm-hmm.
2: And those positive vibes and positive thoughts are manifesting what you interpret to be worth worldly, earthly success. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. it's taking, Yikes.
3: It's
4: taking a, a physical documentable truth, which is that uh, there are health benefits to actually being at peace and thinking good thoughts. I yes. mean, they, they've shown this in, in hospital settings. Stress has, mm-hmm. as you know, Joe, has some really, really powerfully negative uh, impacts on, on your, your well-being. Yeah, but you take that to its ridiculous extreme. Oh, it's because of the positive thoughts that I'm getting healthy. Therefore, if I think these positive thoughts, all of these good things will manifest. It is a logical disconnect there. And for Christians to make that connection, which has happened quite often in, in the church today, yeah. uh, you, as you say, you're crossing line into sorcery.
3: That's one of the things, too, that I've noticed that a lot of my Christian friends, too, like when they're asking for a prayer request, sometimes they'll say, can you please send me all of your prayers and your positive vibes? And that always kind of just makes my hair stand up a little bit. Is that the same type of a thing?
1: So I would say that if somebody is saying, send me your prayers, that's Mm. a little uh, questionable, right? They may not mean what they're saying, right? right? But... um, because that's one thing that happens too these these types of phrases like positive vibes, negative vibes, all oh, this there's bad energy in the room right. there's good energy this is This is all just how we speak now, but if you if it's a new ager' saying that they actually know what they're saying.
3: I see a lot of Christians on Facebook, Instagram when something really bad happens in their life, like a car accident, their kid gets diagnosed with cancer, they say, "Send me your thoughts and prayers and your positive thoughts It's because to me when they say that. I interpret it as I don't fully trust in God to do this for me. So I need people from other religions and other belief systems to yeah. send me their things so that I can get what I want. Yeah. Right. So that I don't trust that God will heal me or do this. So I yeah. need somebody else to almost like in the Bible story with Jonah, whenever all the people come up to him and tell him, we need you to pray too, because mm-hmm. we're on the storm yep. and we don't know which God's going to listen to us. Yep. That's mm-hmm. what we're doing when we do that. Yes. Right,
4: And we see in, in, in social media today, when there's something like this that happens, it, it is no longer acceptable to say, sending thoughts and prayers, it's just, I'm sending thoughts. Well, I'm sorry, your thoughts are fine for what's going on between your ears, but you're not projecting those out right. into the universe, but that's more culturally and socially acceptable these days than to say, I am praying for you and your family. You get a lot of pushback when you do that on social media. Oh, well, where was your God when this bad thing happened? Well, okay, free will, you know, the only way to stop bad things from happening, from bad people doing bad things is to make us all little robot automatons incapable of choosing free will. But uh, it it is part of a, a bigger social milieu where we are no longer... Uh, supposed to say anything about prayer, but sending thoughts and sending
3: yeah.
0: positive energy, that's all okay.
1: Because you don't want to offend somebody who's not a Christian. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's all about not offending people.
0: That is, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the book that John has written here called Law of Attraction. And I want to show you something. You have to flip it this way to read the subtitle, A Gateway Drug to Spiritual Heroin which kind of inadvertently brings me to my next question, John, and that is it's really easy to imagine how a lost and dying world filled with the kind of headlines that we're coping with and the kind of, uh, well, the world is on fire. And people that would disagree with the political assessment that the world is on fire is still feeling a very real spiritual deterioration slash decline, especially in Western civilization. So it is not a mystery then that they would be fishing for some way to feel better about something that's missing, something that's wrong. Even if people don't agree with your political ideology and so forth, there's still you cannot deny there is a mm. and it is a frequency. There is a there is a, a malevolent, dark, spiritual, his name is Lucifer, his plan is to dismantle mankind. So whether you agree with or acknowledge his existence, that's what's happening. People are feeling that. So You can't really blame those that have never been educated uh, by the word of God. These are victims in my view. Um, They are hostage in many ways to terrible theology. Mm -hmm. So my question isn't really where is this coming from in terms of the people's need for something to believe in, for something that contrasts the world's darkness with something good and positive. Mm -hmm. The question is who is it that's propagandizing this? Who created this theology? Who are the gurus online that are blowing up the internet and gaining millions of subscribers? Who is it that's invented this and turned it into DVD series? And, and again, if you're, if you're just learning about the law of attraction that John's talking about in his book, it's not because it isn't spreading like wildfire. It might be that you just haven't happened upon the information yet. Last week during the break, Brittany here, who's a Gen Zer, she's worked in public schools. She's seen how this ideology sweeps through the classrooms. As a public servant, she's done work in public schools. She has seen this ideology floating. Yeah. Talk about how some of these shady business practices might be a part of why this is becoming so propagandized. There's money to be made in this theology.
1: Yeah, definitely. If we go back to my story from last week of how I was introduced to the law of attraction, it was in DVD form, packaged, ready for sale, right? So there is a whole lot of money to be made in selling people a dream, right? Selling people on their vulnerability and how you can fix it yourself without having to really do anything too strenuous. Think about how in this one documentary that I watched, this woman said that she doesn't even have to work out. All she has to do is not think fat thoughts and she will be in perfect shape. (laughs) So who who would seriously not buy that if they thought there was something to it? But we have to think about like human depravity. Think about how desperate we are for answers to our situations and we're, we're bombarded by life. And to just hear that there's an easy way out. This is why people play the lottery every single weekend, because it's, man, if I could, if I could just win, this is an easy way out of all of these problems that I'm facing. So gurus play on one, our need for an easy way out. And two, on the fact that we just don't know better, right? When somebody hits us who's, who's got doctor in front of their name or creates a documentary or
3: yeah. it's
1: this it's coming from a place of authority. Yeah. And we, for whatever reason, we may think we rebel against authority, but we submit to it really quickly. Yes. And I think the past few years have shown us that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you have people who are opportunists that know this and jump right in for the kill. Yeah. And that documentary, it was one of the ways that it This became popularized. The author of it was on Oprah Winfrey uh, talking about it, right? So then you have other people who are seeing how popular it is, and they're like, oh, I can make some money off of this. And capitalize on it. And so what we're seeing now, the influx of spiritual uh, TikTok influencers and doing warrior retreats, this is all just off of a foundation that was laid years ago by a documentary called The Secret. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what essentially popularized this in the West. It was popular a little bit before, but this like really took it to another level. So if we just go down the list of the people who contributed to that, there is story after story of just lies and manipulation that they have been involved in. Right. So first, we'll talk about the secret itself in that documentary, as we were discussing before about how your thoughts do have a positive or negative impact on 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 your body and stress. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the law of attraction, there's a, a section in that book in which a woman named Kathy Goodman talks about how she healed herself from cancer, from breast cancer by just her thoughts. She declined radiation. She declined chemotherapy. She declined all of it and just healed herself with the power of her thoughts. And this, when I first heard it was amazing to me because I've had stomach issues my whole entire life. So I'm like, wow, I could think my stomach issues away. So I'm so excited about this. Mm -hmm. But what I didn't know is that three years after that documentary came out, this woman died of the same disease that she claims to have overcome. And they have not retracted her from the movie or from the book. So this woman's story is still out there telling you, hey, you can heal yourself with your thoughts. And we don't research deep enough into it to realize that the same person telling us that we can heal ourselves with our thoughts died by not wanting to participate in anything else besides the law of attraction, Mm. right? Then you have... It's um, such a liability.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, my mind is just whirling when you declare things like that. And I'm very sad that this poor individual lost their lives.
1: It's devastating. But the
0: fallacy that someone could could hear that and to take a snapshot of the story that looked like it may have had a positive outcome before the facts were brought out after the fact, and then to solely be banking on that.
1: Yeah. I had a, I had a woman right under my uh, video in where I exposed that, right, where I, I took a clip from that movie. And then I spoke about how actually this woman passed away. Somebody commented underneath and I I didn't even know how to respond. Mm. They said, I was looking for this video to show my friend who has cancer. And this was my last resort because I remembered hearing this in this documentary and I was trying to show her that this can help her. And I came across your video in which you're debunking it and Mm. I'm crushed. I feel that this was the last thing that I had. And that, I didn't even know how to respond to it, you know, because how do I just in a comment tell you there's only there's only hope in Jesus Christ? Because that's the answer to, to to that feeling of hopelessness yeah. and and desperation is there's peace when you have Christ, and right. I can't I can't just uh, positive vibe her the peace through the the, the internet, in you know, right. I, I can't do that, so I'm I'm just like man, these people are still deceiving people. And this documentary is so old. And there was no comment, no retraction, no nothing from the people who put this documentary together. Uh And it's just heartbreaking that people are going through this. People ask me, why do you care about this so much you know it 's just the law of attraction it 's just uh, you know let people think positive thoughts no because if we follow this to its logical conclusion, yeah. there are severe consequences, let alone the physical and and uh, mental consequences that come along with it. but the biggest consequence of all is this leads people down a path away from jesus christ sure right that 's the fundamental
4: difference between this spirituality and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It puts all the emphasis on what is happening to us in the natural realm, in yes. this life only. And yeah. Paul wrote, if our hope in Christ is in this life only, we of all yeah. are most miserable. Oh, for sure. Good. That's the bottom line right here. That's it. We're living forever. Yep. And our focus is on that next kingdom. Yes. So while there are good people, and we've lost good friends who were solid, strong brothers and sisters in Christ over the last yes. few years. COVID, various other things, Dr. Michael Heiser recently, pancreatic cancer. Do you not think that there were people praying for them? Yes, absolutely there were thousands, maybe millions of people praying yeah. for them. But God's answer was not this time. Yeah. It is their time to graduate, to come home to me. We will be reunited with them someday. And our focus, as you say every week, Joe, our eyes on the prize. It is that eternal kingdom whereas the law of attraction deceives people into thinking that all that matters is what's right in front of me right, right now. Right. It's trading our heritage, the birthright that we've been given by, right. by God, like, like Esau, trading his birthright yep. for a bowl of
0: beans. That's Boy, what this that's is. That's right, right. Right.
2: Amen. That's right. that's right.
0: And it deletes from the equation the need to be submissive to a creator.
3: Yep. Yeah, Because
0: right. you don't need a creator to navigate this life or yeah. to depend on him later in the next life, if you can manifest through your own powers and through your own ability to manifest your thoughts and project yeah. and focus and chant. and So it also leads people away from the desperate need to cling on to the garment of Jesus Christ yeah. when they feel like things will be okay so long as I follow these uh, these self-inflicted formulas. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we wanna make sure you know how you can get your copy of this incredible new book in the John Clash special offer. When you order the John Clash special offer, you'll receive his brand new book, The Law of Attraction, A Gateway Drug to Spiritual Heroin*. This phenomenal new work challenges the very validity of the dangerous Luciferian heavily popularized ideology that false teachers and gurus describe as the law of attraction. In this book, John also uses a solid biblical framework to debunk the so-called scientific selling points that the law of attraction is predicated on. But that's not all. You'll also receive the amazing DVD Beyond Supernatural that features off-the-record interviews with popular former New Age author and speaker Stephen Bancars where he details his long history and involvement with the New Age and shares his personal testimony of deliverance through Jesus Christ. And as a bonus this DVD also includes the entire original Skywatch TV five-part series on the second coming of the New Age. Also included in this must-have special offer, the two-part DVD, Occultianity, how the End Times Church is forming now in preparation of Antichrist, where Donna Howell and Allie Anderson walk you step-by-step through how a silent, complacent church is inadvertently laying the foundation for the bloodiest cult that the world has ever seen. All of these items hold a retail value of $75, yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so don't delay. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special offer. You can also visit us at SkyWatchTVStore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the John Clash special offer right now. make sure that you take advantage. Visit us at the theskywatchtvstore.com. John, I want to get right back into it. We were talking about some of the gurus that are propagandizing this law of attraction online that stand to make millions of dollars as millions of people subscribe to their DVDs and their audio series and their monthly subscriptions and paywalls and being a part of these communities where they can get together with like-minded uh, individuals to help You know, perpetuate all of this positivity and to manifest through teamwork, even and so forth. But in your book, you mention the term spiritual heroin. And it's actually, if you hold the book upside down, you can see right here, a gateway drug to spiritual heroin. And some of the viewers might be wondering, you know, what that's about. What is
1: the reference? So the reference is chasing a feeling, right? Um, When you first discover the law of attraction, you are told you have to think positively, and this has an effect on you. You're essentially on a high, right? Because you you have all this new information. You're like, wow, this is the answer to all of my problems. And I, I'm finally, finally going to be happy in life. Right. But eventually that high wears off. For sure. Yeah. Right. And this is why I call it the gateway drug. Because it's science, air quotes, right? So they get you in there with the law of attraction. And then when it stops working, when it's not yielding the results that you were told it would yield as quickly as you think it should be yielding them, the high wears off. So you start looking for a spiritual hack. You start looking for, Hey, I got to find some, some people who are better at this than me and get their advice. So the advice will differ depending on which spiritual guru you go to, but there's always going to be a price attached to the advice, right? And it could be something that looks as harmless as, Oh, you need to start doing meditation. You need to listen to these, uh, Guided meditation tapes, right? Spending money there. Then when that doesn't work, that high wears off, right? Now you're looking for something else. Oh, you know what? You should probably talk to my friend who does Reiki healing. You know, you might have some spiritual blockages or some energy. They use energy blockages because, you know, it's scientific terms. So... Now you do the Reiki healing and now they got you in a system. You got to come back here every so often to get, you know, get realigned. So they have you in that. Then now you're getting more into this world where people are doing other things. So they'll say, hey, you know, if you're looking for, for more because now the Reiki healing just doesn't seem to be working. You're now moved down this path of spiritual practice after spiritual practice after spiritual practice that can end you up in what I call a sweat lodge experience, right? So in the book, The Secret, there's a guy named James Arthur Ray. And he did this spiritual warrior retreat that cost $10,000 per person. There were 50 people that went there, I believe. And in it, you're supposed to have a spiritual breakthrough. So he made a makeshift sweat lodge. And in that makeshift sweat lodge, three people died. So they not only paid the $10,000, they paid with their lives they didn't just end up there. They didn't show up to town one day and there was a kid in the street like, hear all about it, hear all about it. We're having a spiritual warrior retreat. And you're like, oh, that sounds good. Let me go. No, it's because you've been so desperate to find that spiritual Mm -hmm. breakthrough that you're willing to spend your life savings to go sit in a sweat lodge, uh, chasing this ever elusive enlightenment only to end up on the other side of eternity, unenlightened. Yeah. And it's just so dangerous on so many levels. And I can almost guarantee that these people were not preached the gospel before they went into that sweat lodge. So you are damning people for eternity simply to line your pockets. I would not want to face God on judgment day, having that on my record.
2: No doubt. And they will be held accountable.
1: While you were talking about
0: not wanting to be accountable for something like that or to stand in terms of judgment, what was going through my mind, John, is actually something we've kind of touched on a little bit throughout the last couple of weeks, and that is you you made the comment that they likely did not get preached the gospel on the way into the sweat lodge, but I was thinking it's possible they've heard some terrible version of the gospel, a prosperity gospel, that if not a sweat lodge, took them down the same similar type of journey. Yeah. that landed in a similar situation. Just just banking on this God that is not in the Bible. yeah. This one that manifests blessings based on your formulaic life decision navigational techniques and, and tricks. You know, I've, I've got audience members that are sitting here going like this because they've been in churches where it's all a prosperity, you know, self-centered, yeah. project, and God will bless. And the one that you'll never see us do here at Skywatch, if you bless our ministry, God will guaranteed bless you. You'll never hear me say those words. <laughs> Um, you're not buying a blessing when you support Skywatch TV. (laughs) That's between you and God. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, we're at that place again where we're out of time. But if you're hoping to help guard your own mind, your family, your church, and your Christian friends from being pulled into this deception, you will not want to miss next week's discussion on the law of attraction's massive infiltration of the Christian world and its implications. I promise you, it's not one you're going to want to miss. Ladies and gentlemen, for everybody here in studio, Everybody up on panel, John, thanks again for being here this week. I'm Joe Horn. Keep your eyes on the prize, which is Jesus Christ. We'll continue this next week.